Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Kyle Brown is here. Welcome to our studio, sir. Olympian. I I know. Like, I feel like there's a plethora of words that should go before Kyle Brown. I appreciate you holding back on all all of of the things. All of them. I mean, we could go with... um, um, Injured. Journal keeping. (laughs) We could go with with injured. We could go with emotional. We could keep with that journal guy. Um, Kyle, is it G or G? It's Guy. And it's is, French. It a, is it a family name? It is. Yeah, it's an uncle that uh, lives in the Midlands that I've met once. Because there's a road in <laughs> in, in Table View. There's also yes, Guy, Guy Road. Yes. I lived in Bloberg for most of my life, so I drove past and I was like, that's my road. <laughs> Nobody knows his name, but it's my road. <laughs> it's my road. Uh, which leads to uh, the Kyle G. Brown as well. Kyle Guy Brown. On Twitter, yeah. that is. Yeah. On Twitter, that is. Um, listen, you really have come through the ranks in terms of rugby, right? I mean, from, from high school stuff, you did a little bit of time in varsity rugby as well. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a long, um, I think like most guys, it's a long road. Sort of uh, went to Saks for 12 years, didn't do Craven Week or any of that. Then I went overseas, did the Gap Year mm-hmm. thing for a year, which was good fun, but didn't play any rugby there. Came back, went to, I don't know if you remember Alan Zondach. Mm. He was a coach of Western Province back in the day. He started an academy Mr. called... Mr. Rugby Tech. Yeah. He started an academy called the Rugby Performance Center, and that was based in Paro, 2006. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then I played Bull Hunter 19, Bull Hunter 21, went to varsity for two years, played Province Under 21 for seven minutes of the season, so not very much. <laughs> and played in the very first Varsity Cup in 2008. Wow. And we lost to Marty's in the final. Marty's! Although I'm, I'm, I'm st- it's still okay with that because we were ranked eighth leading into the tournament. We beat everybody in the round robin stages and made it to a final. And hey. now he lives in Stellenbosch. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm in Stellenbosch. And then there was a game though, because I'm trying to remember. I remember I was definitely on the field at the time. And that game was hella. Like, it it was... Yeah, it was deep. We uh, we lost in the last minute. We had a scrum yeah. on our five on yeah. the, the touchline. And we got turned over. And they set up two phases, centered wide and scored. And we were up, I, th- I think the score was 10-9. And they scored to win the game like 14-10 or something. I mean, out of interest sake, you said yourself, you didn't play Craven Week, went overseas, came back. For someone that was at school... And didn't necessarily go through the Craven Week thing. Yeah. Was was rugby going to be something that you were going to always chase? Like those guys that go to Craven Week and they're yeah. there, and, and then like this is going to be my thing. Well, not at school. It wasn't. It wasn't a thing for me at all. I mean, we, we played and I enjoyed it, and I wasn't. I was a year young for my standard, so I, I was in sort of essentially grade eleven and grade twelve. Yeah, um, seventeen and. Never sent to trials even, so it wasn't a big deal for me. Was Hexic. that a size thing? Hexic. Uh, I don't know. I, it's difficult come to on, explain. I'm not got, really like, sure. Like, can I, blame it on something. And I, you know, I, I think it was just because I was a year young and then yeah. sort of, you know, they didn't really rate me at all. And then we, we played. It was a good year. And Alan approached me at the end of matric. He okay. said to me, I'm starting this thing next year. Right. I'd like you to come. I'd like to... His, his, um, his idea behind the whole thing was that Western Province, the Bulls, the Sharks can take their top 15 players. And I want to take like the next, I want to take the fourth or fifth or sixth 15 players. And I will, at the end of the season, I'll beat that team. Wow. I'll beat those academy teams. And his idea was that there's so much talent in South Africa that under with the right coaching, with the right conditioning, he could um, he could create great rugby players. And we had a phenomenal season. We actually entered the uh, the Western Province League under 20 league. Mm-hmm. And we I think we won that league two years in a row. I mean, we have so much to talk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Olympic Games, um, uh, captaincy, 
your injury. Um, there's a, there is so much really for us to be able to unpack as yeah. Kyle is in the studio. How, how is the injury looking at this point in time? Injury is going well. We are 14 weeks in. If uh, you go check out the Instagram feed, there's a little video of me running there with a huge smile on my face. <laughs> uh, being able to run three and a half months after not being able to run is uh, quite a pleasure. Yeah, you really, blow out really cool. your knee. That's a nine-month injury typically. Yeah, it's a nine-month, probably nine to twelve for you know just the average show. And for a sportsman, they want you back as quickly as possible. They're paying your yeah. bills. They they expect you on the field as soon as possible. So they're looking at about six to eight months, and sure. and ideally six. So. so you well ahead of schedule, huh? Uh, well, I wouldn't say well ahead of schedule. We still got about ten weeks to go. That'll put me at twenty-four weeks at the end of it all, and that's six months. Yeah. Crazy man, and yeah, like, Yo, you're getting the best medical care. So, yeah. unlike me and my mates who blow out knees, we sit on a couch for three or four months. Yeah, and hence the reason it takes twelve yeah. months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what is he eating compared to what you're eating? <laughs> I mean, Dev's considered injecting himself with stem cells as well yeah, just to he's speed already, up the process. He's already oh, asked our pregnant cool. co-worker yeah, yeah, for her placenta. You. Yeah, he has. Wow. <laughs> I, all I need is a placenta and a blender and uh, something to drink. And a syringe. Yo, yeah, yes, precisely. A bit of honey just to speed it up. Do not listen to Dev's advice, please. How bitter placenta is. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Brown is in studio. We'll find out from him whether he thinks Sevens Rugby is too fast or too slow. Hang on. Forever. Forever. Fifi Cooper in Power of Gold on Good Hope FM as the sun slowly sets, merrily sets across the seas in Sea Point. It's gone, Sean. This is the first time we get to see it again it's for gone. ages. We, we oh, missed it. Did we miss it? No, we I don't it. think. I think we might still see it. If no. we're back here tomorrow, we might. We'll probably be back here tomorrow. I think you were too busy moaning at Dev about something he does on a couch. He reads too much. <laughs> PlayStation. Let's just leave it there. He yeah. reads far too Call much. Instance. Play. <laughs> uh, Kyle Brown won't be here tomorrow, so let's spend more time with him, shall we? Um, get off the bench It's a segment we like to do Every Tuesday evening We focus on Sporting greats Sporting <laughs> legends Sporting journalists yeah, Super sports stars Super Nasty sports words stars. That come out of my mouth soon Why? You journal You're a sportsman <laughs> You're a sporting journalist um, Listen Can we can we tap into What it's like to tour With the team When the Sevens guys Are out and about mm. What is what are, what are living arrangements like? Like, do you have a, a set bunk mate? Do Who's you, your I, I do. Do you? C- Cecil's my man. Cecil's your Cecil's man? Cecil's my man. He's very composed. He is not over the top. He, uh, I know what I'm going to get. Is he clean? And, and, yes, very clean. And that's why you chose him. Like, hygienically clean. He, yeah. I mean, he showers. But he know, doesn't like, like leave his bags all over the room. No, no definitely not. I'm, I, I probably get more from him about that. Who does that in your team? Uh, Chris is pretty like all Chris over the place. Yeah, but I lived in him for two years, so I knew what I was getting. Yeah, and like, hence why you avoided that. I felt like the forty-year-old man, like his father, like <laughs> Chris, clean up your bloody room, man. Come on, you're living like in a pigsty. So, so does Cecil go to bed before you do, or you guys go? Okay, it's time for us to you know lights sometimes out. Sometimes I actually have to do the whole awkward moment where I switch off the lights. Okay, because he watches a lot of game, like a lot wow. of game tape. Okay, a lot, a lot, a lot, like enough that he knows games backwards. He said, you remember the one time we offloaded, we scored that second like, try, and he's like, yeah, no, versus Canada in Hong Kong, 2011. And you just it roll over Tuesday. onto your chest, you like, tell me about it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty talented. I mean, that's something. Yeah. But it's a big part of his game. It's who he is, and, and, and uh, that's how he's able to see. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think that guy sees things in slow motion. Really? Yeah, he's very, very good. So he's actually not as quick as everybody thinks he is. But because he slows you down in his mind, he moves quicker. <laughs> Very good. Whoa. Yeah. I don't, That's deep. Yeah, think about that. Devin needs to go back to the couch for yeah. that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you the same question I ask every Olympic star that we have on our show. Yes. You're an Olympic star, so take it. Stop it. What's <laughs> the most bizarre 
pre-game ritual you ever saw at the Olympic Village? Ah. Uh. What? Okay, so and what like, nationality were they? It's not pre-game ritual. Um, Anything but, like okay, that. So let me just give you some background on the whole seven circuit, and and it's more, it's probably more on on that side of things. Okay. Sixteen teams. We all stay in the same hotel. We generally fly on the same flights between circuits wow. and things. So it's pretty cool. You get to know a lot of people, and mm. I especially somebody who's been on the circuit for seven, eight years. Yeah. Like, I don't care about walking around being hard the whole day. You know, like that's a young guy's job to do that. Mm. Um, but you get to know people and then also stadiums aren't built with 16 change rooms it's not possible no so, sure so what happens is we share like three teams to a change room four <laughs> teams to a change room so my, the funniest thing that we've seen um, and it's got not, it's not like a ritual or anything it's just like the use of foul language is phenomenal so the the one time in I think it was Japan Japan had um, and I, this is this is a no way reflecting on the Japanese people or anything they have very small change rooms for four teams so it's very on top of each other. Small okay. hotel rooms as well, yeah. And and, and uh, the, the Welsh were right next to us. And I think, I don't know if maybe they didn't have, you know, the greatest game in the, the, the game before. But jeepers, did they start going mad. Eh? Wow. With, with foul, foul, foul language. And you just sat there and you're like, well, you don't even hear this kind of thing in movies anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like a wild country western mixed with some Welsh dude that doesn't get out very much. And <laughs> I would love to hear that because they got the most entertaining accent yeah, sure on do. Canada. That's, that's the thing. So use in your imagination some like dirty language with, with the Welsh accent. Weird accent yeah. trying oh, to decipher it. Men off yeah. Ramon hot. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Cecil Na and his sort of mind games that he made play do you feel that sevens is too fast or is it not fast enough i mean sevens forward is, what do you think sevens, I'm gonna say? Sevens. <laughs> sevens is a fast game sevens a quick game yeah and it's uh, i think it's evolved a heck of a lot over the last 10 years um if if you had i mean if people had any idea the amount of um analysis that goes into the game they'd be shocked like in the past it was just throw the ball around um, go out there, have some fun. Scissors, right, scissors, you know, scissors. Move it into some space and play yes. something cool, you know. But it, it doesn't work like that anymore. We, we, you know, we completely analyze defense, attack, ruck time, um, open play. You know what they say at halftime. There's a whole lot of things, and it goes, you know, it goes very, very deep and very far. And it's really important that kind of things. It's the way that obviously professional sport moves. Mm. Yeah, and you just got to keep up with it. Yeah, and then, then to that end, you've got to keep up with it. How do you stay motivated after all of these years doing exactly what you do? You obviously have a, a deep-rooted passion and love for what you do. For competition. For competition. <laughs> um, to beat somebody. <laughs> How do you how do you stay motivated? Um, it, it is a difficult one, and and every year, sort of when when you start getting towards the end of the season, you completely beaten up, and you think maybe this is it, maybe yeah. it's the last season, and then you have uh, you know a month or two off away from rugby, and maybe three or four weeks away from your mates, and you start realizing, hell no, I absolutely love this, you know, and and when you were asking what's it like to be on tour, I'll tell you what it's like to not be on tour. It's terrible. I miss the Monday to Friday with the guys more than I miss the weekends with them, you know. Like the time in the hotels, the time with cruising around, uh, discovering new coffee shops. I absolutely love coffee. And that's like my new novelty thing on tours. Go find a cool coffee shop. Awesome. Cool. Is that, I miss that as a, you know, as opposed to missing the tournament. The tournament's always great. Playing rugby is fantastic. It's it's really, really cool to be able to go overseas and, um, and go hit it out at a, at a, you know, prestigious tournament and, and do the thing that you love. But it's the the quality of the individuals that we have in our team really make the guys a lot closer to each other. And I think that's what, like a lot of people, if you speak to them about the 17, they'll talk about, wow, the culture and the family vibe they got yeah. there. And it, it is. It's, uh, and it's the same thing I tell everybody. That, like the first hurdle that we have, the first barrier of entry is like the type of person that you are. Yeah. And, like Talent is not really a thing because, you know, we spoke earlier about the abundance of rugby players in, in, in South Africa and very good rugby players. 
but if you're not going to be the kind of if you're going to be the kind of person that lets me down off the field, you're more than likely to let me down on the field. On the field. So sure. it's really important that we we get people of, of good character, good value, it's compatibility standing. issues. That you yeah, one hundred percent. That's a, that's a massive, massive thing, thing. You know, we and we were talking about vulnerability and opening up and like you know, yes. this is sort of a new thing for me. Like think about uh, the level of your friendship. You know, if you're not going to be vulnerable and open up to me, then how deep are you actually? How deep am I going to let you into me? You sure. Know? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whoa! Are we still talking about rugby? But you know what I we mean? We are. Like, so, He's referring so, to no, trust. Joking, He's talking about trust. Yeah, Carl, so, we'll so, go so, have yeah, a chat exactly. on the That's exactly. It's a level of trust. And I mean, yeah. so you you dropped the field down from 15 players out to seven aside. Now you're covering over 10 meters per person on the field. Like, I need to know that I can trust you. Yeah. I really yeah. need that because it, everybody will tell you the exact same thing about Sevens. One must tackle and it's a try. And it's not a lie. Do you yeah, have trust sure. exercises? Like, do you stand behind the guy and say, fall back into my arms? <laughs> no, we have defense day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very similar thing. You yeah. just feel worse afterwards. But it obviously works. I mean, you guys gel as a team. You can see that on the field. Yeah. There's like this unspoken communication, and which we often feel is yeah. lacking yeah. in rugby union. You're like, why are they really? communicating? with one another <laughs> but the, uh, so, that's the, the thing that we're talking about on the field or off the field Monday to Friday if you're happy Monday to the Friday and, and then eventually then you get you to get do to what play. you actually enjoy yeah. yeah I mean how much you know if you're circling Monday to Friday like really struggling fighting through the week and then the weekend is your only reprieve then it, it's not it, it feels more like a relief than anything like, yeah. sure. whereas you, you're doing Monday to Friday what you love enjoying the company that you keep and then Saturday and Sunday, you get to go out and absolute joy and show what you know what you mean to each other. Yeah, I think this Different is the level. secret. This is, this is the secret. How does your wife feel about all of this? <laughs> I have never heard a rugby player describe emotions like that. I know. in my life, it's I don't think I ever through. would. I'd really like to read his journal now. I actually yeah. need to write some things down now. <laughs> I learned a couple of things about myself. <laughs> Kyle Brown, sensational. Thank you so much for your time. I feel like this conversation could go on for hours and hours. We should start a YouTube channel. Absolutely. Everybody in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for your time. If you were to motivate a youngster right now that's sitting, listening and going, I want to be that Olympic champion sporting legend that is Kyle Brown one day, where would you sure. direct them? Um... To steer away from winning and losing mm-hmm. and more about appreciating the time that they have on the field. Like, I, I honestly, I think one of, winning and losing is one of the biggest viruses we have around sport. It's, it's, it, it, I, like, I'm, start, my whole life, like, I was fear of failure, the entire fear of failure. I missed out on so many great opportunities to play mm-hmm. so many different sports and do so many different things because I was so incredibly scared of failing. And that's an awful way to live. Like I could have been great on, you know, a theater stage or played a cool instrument or something, but I'm so scared. I was so scared of, you know, looking silly or not doing the right thing at the right time. Ignore all of that. Go out there and like if if you're eight years old and you don't know what rugby feels like and you're too scared to get involved because you're not, you might not be good at it. How will you ever know? You know, Mm. get involved. Go out and enjoy your time with your mates out there. Put yourself out there, man. Put yourself out there, you know, be be a bit vulnerable. I think in South Africa, we're so scared of being vulnerable. We're so tough and so hard, you know. Like it's 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 completely overrated. Kyle Brown, do Sage not be advice. a slave to fear. <laughs> I love that one. Hashtag get off the bench. You've done it. You heard it. Kyle Brown, thank you so much for your time. Continue to slay, and let's see you running again real real soon. I'm uh, running over to Hong Kong with the boys next week. Nice, awesome. Yeah, going on a little trip over there. It's the first time I'm going overseas. I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to go watch the guys for the first time in Hong Kong. Do you need a baggage handler? <laughs>
Experiment. He's probably not the right person to <laughs> I'm, take I'm it. I'm actually going as a tour guide, I'll be honest with you. So the whole like tour guide oh, thing I do man. with the guys, I'm going as like a almost like a tour guide with SA Rugby I travel. got Google Maps. That's awesome. Tell if me. You, I mean, if you're in, you I'm should get hold of them. I'm in. You know? I like coffee. We can go and find great yeah. spots. Oh, you don't have... I already found them. Oh, sweet. Hong Kong, eighth time round. You know where the good coffee spots <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you in Hong Kong. We're in. It's good to be FM connecting Cape Town. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Now.